0: All right, so now we're we're recording long distance. We finally did it.
1: It's like a bad relationship.
0: A bad relationship. It is. I'm the only one in the studio right now. It's just dark. In like
2: balls this time. What was that? Balls this time.
0: Ball- <laughs> just playing with his balls this time. Displaying my balls this time in the studio. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, it's not that bad. I mean <laughs> I can always go home and do that. That's fine.
1: Ill.
0: What do you mean ill? I just said ill. You just said ill. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah. yeah. Um how are you guys feeling about this? Recording from home. You're working from home on the podcast now too. At
1: least it's somewhere I can work from home.
0: Yeah.
2: I am sitting in my pajamas and drinking tea
1: right now. <laughs> I have some o'clock <laughs> This could be the first podcast I get drunk on. But I have no booze.
0: No booze. Yeah, I know. I think that's a good thing though.
1: Yeah, I played myself.
0: (laughs) Should have gotten it when you have the chance. I think now everything's closed down, probably too.
3: No, it's still like going.
0: What? Nothing's open. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah
2: i had one glass of wine with dinner today and then i fell asleep on the couch for an hour and 45 minutes like sam called me at 6 30 to tell me we were still recording and it was like what's going on where am i what what is happening
1: (laughs) (laughs) because i saw it on your story that you had like wine and dinner and i was like oh that looks nice you know treat yourself it's a monday
2: well i was just you know i'm just like making this nice italian dinner might have some wine and then i was just we didn't sleep well last night, so I think that's that. And then the one glass and wine was enough to just be like, hey, it's nap time now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that
1: makes
2: sense.
0: When I called you, were you asleep? What's up? When I called you, were you asleep?
2: That state of half waking up and half asleep.
0: Oh, OK. So you were kind of in the middle of that. Huh. OK.
1: You know, I would argue that no one looks sexy in that like half awake, half asleep state.
0: I'm well, not Pam. Pam can pull well, it off. I saw off.
2: myself in the mirror.
0: Right? Pull it off. You could pull it off.
2: I saw myself in the mirror after, and I was like, "What is going on with my hair?" <laughs> <laughs> See,
0: now I can do it. Now I can do it. Mm-hmm. You might have looked like a very like unkept, sexy troll doll. You know. <laughs>
1: I was like, I don't think turtles look sexy. Like, I Why
3: do you
0: think so, turtles are sexy? I don't think they are. I just said if there was a possibility that it's they could be.
3: It was, it was
2: just
1: a bad day. It was
0: just a bad day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but no. No.
2: That's the line apparently did it for me today. Usually it's like four bottles, if not more.
1: See, this is why I don't fuck with wine. Wine will hit you in the worst way. Yeah. Like, I remember drinking two glasses of wine being like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, Uchi, are you drunk? Exactly.
0: <laughs> then you start reaching to get some more space around you because you need five feet. Stop. You need five.
2: Before Sam goes into this and makes some funny puns, I have a wine story that I think both of you will appreciate.
0: I just made the pun already. I want I to hear the wine you- story. I don't care about <laughs> your pun. Wine
2: story. This is the first cam drinking story on the podcast.
0: Yay. Pam's first drinking oh. story.
2: Well, It's not my first drinking story, but last year when I was in Australia, I out of a bag because it was easy to bring on the sailboat. And I had one glass at like 8 a.m. underneath the bottom of the sailboat. And as I was like stepping out of the hatch, the sailboat boat shifted and I pulled out this fell over backpacker friends are like okay you're done you're cut off and i was like i had one glass though and they're like no you're done
0: (laughs) yeah because (laughs) you you need to know when to call it quits are you a lightweight or a heavyweight
1: i don't think there's anyone in this podcast that's a lightweight maybe michael michael is it michael barely drinks yeah yeah okay
3: we're
0: not gonna talk
2: about new year's eve but new year's eve i had 15 drinks and. an hour and forty five minutes. I don't remember it.
0: Yeah. You spent all that time just kissing everyone in the room. I'm kidding I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. At
2: midnight. Yeah, one of my friend's friend, he was running around yeah. kissing everyone. Yeah,
0: like happy new year and then you just you kiss like twenty five people. <laughs> much. See
1: this is this is how the corona started and now <laughs> it's not
0: Yeah. This is why when you're drunk you want everyone to be five feet apart. Stop.
1: <laughs> the problem is I can't even cut him off. You can't
0: me. cut me off. Again, if you're really drunk, everyone needs to stay five feet apart. I love this freedom to make puns like this. It's I'm great. This
2: I'll just carry all cool cues around. <laughs>
1: <For> <laughs>
0: sake. Oh, my goodness. Well,
2: You actually watched the movie.
0: Yeah, I did. I saw it, too. Well, I skimmed through it, but, you know, <laughs> anyways,
2: watch together and I don't know if she's a crier or if you're a crier, but oh, if she's a crier, we, you'll
0: her. hear all we have to say once we start the show. So let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to Northern Critic. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi Simwaka.
2: And Pam Henshark coming from you all the way from Winkler.
0: All the way from Winkler. Everyone's in different Winkler. places right now. We're we're practicing social distancing.
1: We're staying safe.
0: Yeah. We're staying more than five feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this For this movie, it's just so easy to make that pun. I'm-
1: you know, I think the best part is like when Pam recommended this movie for us to review, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, Pam, you're saying a movie about people staying five feet apart doing social distancing? Like, come on. I
2: didn't even make that connection until you said something about it, and I was like, oh yeah, but you really, when you think about it, like we have been living like this for what a week?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Ancients have to live like this for their whole life regarding other CF patients, like it. People get closer within five feet and it's definitely a comfort zone. Right. Thing but like the rule is they have to stay five to six feet apart.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Bacteria, right.
0: I think so. Yeah, that is the rule, right? Yeah, that's what they said in the movie. Yeah,
2: I actually so. follow a YouTuber Um, with cystic fibrosis and he did a review on this movie and he was actually really happy with like the way um, they portrayed it Um, like he said obviously there are some liberties and they definitely gave it the like fault in our stars romanticizing it treatment but it's a Hollywood movie and that's how you're going to get people to theaters but they um, actually when they were filming this movie they had a consultant um, I believe her name was Claire who was a cystic fibrosis uh, CF patient and has since passed away. Um, but she was oh. consulting on this movie.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Huh. Yeah. Um, I'm going <laughs> to welcome our viewers if first. If I can see them
1: can... pouring out like my beer for her. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, no. Um, Northern critic. But yeah. No, that a...
1: movie was good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like, are you, you going to let me? The greatest movie, but it was oh like. Oh my
0: God. It was good. Yeah.
2: think if you're a female and you need a good cry, and maybe some guys too, I don't know, I would say go watch it. I mean, I definitely had a really good hard cry to this movie. Yeah. I cry easy, and it just kind of... The line where she says, like, you never know the importance of someone's touch until you can't have it. Mm -hmm. That really got me, just because, like, some of these stuff personally going on in my life um like my best friend and I are not talking right now and it just makes you think of, like next time you see someone special in your life you know hug them a little tighter because that might be the last time you see them right and it brings in the reality and that also brings in the reality we're living with right now with this whole social distancing and coronavirus that like we can't see our loved ones right now so if you get the chance to see them or talk to them just like isn't like
0: hold on to that those moments, right? Yeah, exactly. I get that. Yeah. hmm Um <laughs> uh, I, I we haven't even introduced so people I to you the
3: Something to say.
0: Uh yeah, I do have something to say. I wanna introduce our listeners to the podcast. So I'm gonna do that right now. Um Northern Critic is a film review podcast which looks at audience or host handpicked films based on casting, cinematography, writing, and style. Um, all the review points uh, in this po- on this episode are solely based off of our opinions as your hosts and our guests on the show. However, we don't have any guests right now because everyone's covered up um, or self-isolating. Um, so yeah, today we will be reviewing the movie Five Feet Apart. It actually came out in 2019, I believe. Um, it is a romantic drama film directed by jo- uh, Justin Baldoni in his directorial debut. So this is the first ever movie he directed. Um, and it was written by Mickey Daughtry and Tobias Iconis. Um, the film was inspired by the real life couple of Dalton and Katie Prager, who both suffered from cystic um, fibrosis. Um, and then they were both represented by Haley Lou Richardson and Cole Sprouse, who play the two young patients with cystic fibrosis um yeah so we're going to jump into initial thoughts uh, on this movie so what you initially thought you were getting yourself into um and all that and just seeing how you kind of fell into that i guess we can go with pam first
2: okay because it's my pick right <laughs>
0: yeah it is your pick so go for it
2: um really enjoyed this movie um definitely like a tearjerker um romantic movie. If you aren't into it, you're not gonna really like it that much. I thought this story and the information was really good because it it definitely got knowledge about CF out there and they didn't do it in like a super romanticized way. Like they definitely did romanticize it a little bit. Right. But I mean it's a Hollywood movie, so that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um but one thing I did find interesting is that actually the main three actors that you have. So you have Stella, Will and, um, Poe. They actually all were Disney channel together, Mm -hmm. but they were all together on the Disney channel, which I thought was really interesting. Right. And I mean, like funny story about this movie. Um, I was actually supposed to go see it in theaters. Okay. Um, with on a on a guy and he stood me up
0: at the theater. <laughs> uh, you're supposed to see it with a guy, what? and he stood you up at the theater. Up
2: at the theater, would you?
0: <laughs> I I don't know. Would you say this is a movie to watch on a date? Though I wouldn't. I don't think I would watch this movie on a date. I mean, it's kind of romantic. I mean, yeah, but like with someone you're just meeting, though. Like if you're just no, she said it was second date. Oh second, even second date. That seems too serious for a second date. I don't know. I feel like a date would be you going to watch something more neutral, like, I don't know, like a Star Wars movie I can't
2: or something even remember stupid what was, like that. I can't remember what else was playing, but I feel like that was, like, the only option. That and it was, like, a late showing, too. So there only was, like, a handful of movies.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, a first date, second date, like, you want to do something that, like, isn't as serious, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know.
2: I get that, but it was just kind of, like... Oh, there's nothing else. To... I think the original movie also was sold out. Right. Okay, I got stood up at the movie theater going to see this, but that's <laughs> a side note.
0: <laughs> hmm. That's a side note.
2: Be <laughs> very good. Would recommend.
3: Hmm.
0: Uh, would you?
1: All right, all right, all right. My opinion is always right.
2: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Come on,
1: guys. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Okay, so my initial thoughts when i watched this movie at first i thought i was gonna be watching something like afford my stars was it a in my Stars? Was yes a that's fault
0: exactly fault. what my girlfriend said yeah she was like this reminds me of um fault in our stars
1: i like this movie a lot more than a 49 stars i found a 49 stars a bit too cheesy a bit too over dramatic i literally said a 49 stars the only reason people care is because the characters have cancer right but for this
0: movie Oh, me and I you are gonna me you are gonna argue about this then. Okay, anyways, keep going.
1: I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe because like I didn't have super high expectations going in. I found the characters kind of endearing. Like I feel Pam like will oh, understand. Like at the end of the movie, I was just there, like, oh, why am I getting kind of teary eyed. Like okay. I shouldn't care that much about these characters, right? But like. I enjoyed. I'll give this movie like a six and a half out of ten. Like, I think it's yeah, when close your, enough.
0: Your, yeah.
2: Like there is that, like when you're going through something like that, at a different level. Um, and so like yeah. when you have to like potentially never see these people again, right? Or like these people die. It's it's kind of heart shattering, and like I don't know if you guys have ever spent time in the hospital. Um, but like I've had my fair share of hospital studies throughout my life And like you meet people and you get to know the nurses And you get to know like other people who are in the hospital and stuff like that
0: Right Yeah, I don't know um, I think for I, I mean, Uchi, are you done with yours? Yeah, I'm done Yeah, okay um, I think with me, uh, first of all, I should let our audience know The Rotten Tomato score for um, 5 feet apart is 54% um however the audience score is about a 79. Uh so it's not too bad. Um for me personally, maybe it's just because it's n- maybe it's just because it's not my genre specifically. Like I I don't know if if the kind of when I think a, a romantic movie that really does it for me that makes me like okay this is a romantic movie something like you know Notebook or um so like the super clichés. Well not not super cliché but like I prefer more adult or like Manhattan Romance. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's We should actually review that movie. That's a brilliant romance movie as well, um, shot from the perspective of this guy who's trying to understand modern-day relationships in New York, right, and, like, how people have different, like, you know, open relationships, um, you know, polygamy, all those kind of things. They're just trying to figure out the psychology behind the evolution of romance and relationships in, uh, you know, in 2019. I think that's when it came out, 2018, uh, so that was pretty good. But then this one, um, you could I, I could tell off the bat what demographic this movie was aimed at. And it was aimed at, you know, your your high schooler, your like maybe first to second year university or college student um,
2: sixteen to 22 year olds.
0: Yeah. 16 to 22 year olds. Exactly. Um, I cannot see someone who is, you know, mid to mid 20s and above really connecting to this film. Because, first of all, the the I don't know, it. There's some, there's some parts where it just straight up throws logic out the window, you know? Um, watching it with Kaya, the first thing we know, I think one of the first scenes when, like, Cole Sprouse uh, first shows himself and then he walks away um, after, like, you know, they have, like, an abrupt uh, introduction when they're looking at babies. Yeah, so they're looking at the babies and stuff, right? Um, and then, you know, then you have the magical black person, your token um, sage. Uh, elderly, you know, colored person who's like, well, you should uh, you shouldn't like be within five feet of him or whatever, whatever. And then she gives a full spiel of like his illness. Right. And the first thing Kaya says, she's beside me. She's like, that is illegal that she should not be doing that. And that's the first. So where like there's a lot of scenes like that, where if someone who like works in the medical field or whatever would watch this movie, they would be like, "Mm, that's never going to happen. So it wasn't realistic to me from that adult perspective, where some things would happen, um, and and you would just. Sorry.
1: Like they give explanatory dialogue.
0: Not well, yeah, but like in a way that's not like it. You know, she goes and he's she's like, oh yeah, like he's in the trials of this and this, and like he's in the drug stage of like you know they're still trying to figure out whatever. So he's like amongst like a um, a testing group or whatever, whatever. All of that should be confidential. She is not legally entitled to tell um, the main character about that. So there's all of that, right? Um, There's the whole scene, the the cheesy scene at the balcony um, where, you know, he's just sitting outside or whatever. She's kind of she's mad at him for some reason. and He's like, "Okay, why are you mad at me? And she goes on the rant about how, like, if you don't want to take this drug testing, whatever, seriously, like give someone else your spot, like someone else should take it or whatever. And then he goes, okay, fine. And then he's about to jump off the balcony. And then she's in, she's like screaming, "Oh, don't do that!" Whatever, whatever. And then he pretends to slip, but he really d- Like I don't know. It just it didn't feel they to me. I wasn't connected to them because they didn't feel like real people. Like they didn't they didn't seem like to they didn't seem to take the actions that like real people would take in those kind of situations. Um, I, again, like I obviously you shouldn't compare it to something like Joker, for instance. But Joker had a character who was going through depression or whatever. Like, it's not the same as, you know, being with a terminal illness. Um, It's a different kind of whatever. But you could still feel from someone from the writing of Joker, you could still feel a sense of, you know, this guy clearly has nothing else to live for. Right. In this movie, I never got that. What?
2: Different age demographic, though, right? Yeah, different age,
0: which is like, yeah, because in this one, it's like they... Like you can tell, like obviously this is like you know, they're they're on the brink of death or whatever. they're they're trying to um, kind of make their way through it. And I had this conversation with Kyle, with my girlfriend as well because I was like, w- would someone at, like presently right now who has cystic fibrosis, watch this movie and be like, that's exactly what I'm going through. you know? like I feel like I, I don't know, me personally, I feel like someone who actually has this illness watching this movie, would kind of be like, this is not how, this is not my experience. Like this, you know, I don't know. I might be wrong, but yeah. Uh.
2: One thing I would recommend, like on your note of like saying, like if would someone go, like who has the F go watch this. Um, I would recommend my listeners, like after they listen to a podcast, obviously, and after they um, watch the movie or do it in opposite order, however, Um, They go on YouTube and they find, let me just find his page here. um, Page is called Cystic One. um, And he is actually, uh, he's that guy I was talking about earlier about the Cystic Fibrosis patient who actually goes and sees the movie Mm -hmm. and like his viewpoints. And I think in one of the things that I was, the other day where he was saying, like when he went to go see the movie, the line that caught got to him was, um, "I was living for my treatments and not my taking my treatments to live." Right. And he said that was a super relatable.
0: Oh yeah. Well, like yeah. I I get that. Right. I there think, are certain situations.
1: I am going to cut you off real quick, Sam. Okay. I think one of your things is like you didn't like that the explaining what the other person's doing, right? I just. But if, yeah. But like. But with a movie like this, sometimes you have to, like, not like that stuff, like that confidential stuff doesn't exist in this movie reality so that you can explain to the audience what's going on with the patient. But here's the thing. Because otherwise, we'll never get that information.
0: But they did that. This is why, like, when you said this seemed better than A Fault in Our Stars, I was like, "Mm, this is where we're going to argue. Because A Fault in Our Stars did that without the expository, like, you know, token, whatever person being like, oh, by the way, this other person you're interested in has this illness and uh, this illness, and he's doing this and that and that. Like, in think, A Fault in Our Stars, she figures all of this out as the story progresses. She finds out that he's actually hiding most of these things from her, and she's mad about it. But in this movie, in the, it's straight-up exposition in, like, the beginning.
1: So that's the problem then you have with this movie, the exposition, right? I have a lot of problems with Afford in Stars.
3: Mm.
1: Maybe, like, that stuff was probably done better in Afford Stars, but, like, that's... That's the thing, though. Right. I don't mind that exposition being explained to me in the movie, because otherwise I wouldn't know. I don't know anything about cystic fibrosis. Right. It's one of those diseases I'd never heard of before watching Mm -hmm. this
0: movie. Well, yeah, Um, I
2: can't say anything because I never saw Faulkner Stars. Um, So
1: don't watch it. It's not that great.
0: Well, I mean, if you've watched Five Feet Apart, you might as well watch that, too, and just compare because they're they're almost the same movie. At
1: the core At the core Okay are. at the core It's like what Two Two Teenagers Who are sick And then like The four in love And then they do Happy love things And then One of them can't Be with the other For reasons And all that stuff Yeah so, exactly
0: Like that It's <laughs> the same concept Really It's
1: but that's the thing with like a lot of these movies with like sick patience. the concept is not going to be wildly different
0: oh well, yeah well that's the thing right but i i just i this came out after a fault in our stars though and i feel like i mean you know whoever the writers are directors are should have seen something like a fault in our stars or whatever movies are related to that within that same genre and being like okay what can we do to make this stand out like you know stand out from the rest you know
2: or they were going *Fault in our stars did well Let's keep it on the same bandwagon, sort of thing,
0: and it will do well. Maybe. When did the 49 Stars even come out? 2017,
2: I want to say.
0: Yeah, I, wanna, yeah, I, I was, was going to say like 2016. That came out fairly do we,
1: uh, Because it's also the 49 star book. So the movie came out in 2014.
2: Oh my God, 2014?
0: has it been that long? Yep. Oh yeah, I was actually going to say 2014 instead of 2016. Yeah, because I was like, it's going
2: one of the, my friends, we're no longer friends, um, but she and her boyfriend were so excited for *Fallen Our Stars to come out. And I didn't understand the whole like excitement behind it.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't like know. You
2: mentioned The Notebook. I am like, I'm going to go and watch The Notebook. After yeah, like done
0: Notebook done. was and decent.
2: I'm going to have like, you want to see me cry through a whole movie? The
0: Notebook will do me in. Um, another good one, well, again, for an adult audience, I guess, that's, a, I, in my opinion, a good romance movie, but a, however, like, the you know, story writing-wise and whatever, it's pretty bad. Um, but, you know, the concept was good, was Allied as well, the one with Brad Pitt. That was a good one as well, where basically... 100 Days of Summer. 100 Days of Summer was good, too. Um, yeah, with, with allied Brad Pitt's trying to figure out why his wife, um, well, the wife he gets married to eventually. Like, it's like I say doing... 500 days?
1: I meant 500 days or something.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Can
1: um. I make a
2: romance <laughs> movie recommendation and y'all laugh at me?
1: Yeah.
2: Longest ride with Scott Eastwood
1: playing the cowboy. Y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. Say it,
0: fam.
2: It's called Longest Ride. It's another, um, who wrote the notebook? Uh,
0: I have to check that. I don't know who wrote it the It was notebook.
2: Nicholas Sparks. It's another Nicholas Sparks novel movie. Yeah. And it's about a bull rider. is basically trying to kill himself and he falls in love with this artsy girl and how their story mirrors an old, older couples story and it's all very cute it's probably I would say it's tied with the notebook for my favorite romance movie right. of all time oh but here's the thing a- too if we're talking
0: about a good romance movie that's come out recently um, we have to all the boys I've uh, to, to all the boys to PS, all the boys I loved I loved yeah there's the also yeah. There's also that. there's also Crazy Rich Asians. That was a really good one too. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm sorry. Crazy Rich Asians made me feel so poor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who the fuck floods a church for a wedding?
0: Well, again, th- that's why they're called Crazy Rich Asians. Um, I
2: watched I, Crazy Rich Asians on the train between Crosser Pines and Cairns in Australia. Right. Yeah. Oh. It was, like, one of the best movies I
0: watched on that 10-hour
1: train ride. Yeah. It's a a great movie. I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. But that church scene, I'm sorry, that was an ugly wedding.
0: There was also, oh, my personal favorite, actually, so far, in the recent string of romantic movies, La La Land. I loved La La Land. I hated Um, La La Land. Well, you hated hated it because of the main character. Uh, No, I
1: hated the movie, period, because it was just Hollywood, sucking Hollywood off.
0: Well, I mean, again, geared towards more adults, right? I don't know. That's oh, why I said maybe. Me a child?
2: Are you me a child? <laughs> Here's me going. You know what romantic movie I enjoyed? That's a romantic comedy, isn't yeah. it? Romantic <laughs> with <laughs> Western.
0: <laughs> the Rebel Wilson. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <it>? There's also <laughs> okay. oh right. There's also oh if you're going old ones. There's also Pretty Woman. There's Hitch. Bunch Hitch was a good one too. Hitch was I liked. Decent. I liked it Hitch titanic titanic yeah
1: there was a no space in the fucking door Rose. i don't know
0: i don't know about titanic yeah what um, are
2: some very good oh ghost is a classic
1: ghost? is that the one yeah I, remember I know there's
0: crazy stupid love that a lot of people like too
1: i want to ask this question yeah what's the most random scene that's made you teary
0: most random scene that's
1: made a me lot teary?
2: i cry at commercials sometimes
0: You cry during commercial? wow <laughs>
2: Honestly, I am like the person who's like, I see like a cute cat and I will just start bawling for no
0: reason. It really. I'm gonna be honest. Recently, the only like film I've seen where like, it's like I don't know, there's supposed to be some kind of chemistry between the main character and a like female interest or whatever romance was even a, what th- was a movie that it wasn't even a romantic interest to begin with, and that was Into the Spider Verse. The relationship between Miles and Gwen was just fantastic to me. Uh, romance or not, I was shipping them all the way because it was the chemistry was there. It was very realistic. I don't know. I just liked it. Um,
1: I feel like you missed my question. I was like, which scene made you almost cry? Well, yeah, no. no so basically,
0: I, I guess the scene where I was like, oh my god, these guys are cute, um, was the scene where his like, you know, his hand gets stuck in her hair, and he's trying to like, you know, rip it off, and then he has like a handprint there. And then later on oh, in okay. class, he looks at her and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she has like a nice haircut, that's, like her hair's cut shirt. And she looks, she looks at looks and she's kind of like, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, and like just, I don't know, th- that's where like that spark or that chemistry first starts. And I'm like, okay, all right. So like, you know, he's, he's messed up, but like she's still kind of like, mm, I'm going to give him another shot. Like, well, obviously she knows probably because he's becoming a spider person or whatever. That's why he did that but there was also that just nuance like you, you you didn't have any random person walk up to him and be like oh yeah something weird's going with him i saw him climbing on the wall outside the other day yeah or but like, the thing is like that
1: movie could sh- they could show weirdness this movie can't really show someone being in a drug trial without the other character like sneaking into the room or something like well, that i don't see, know see
0: that's the thing they could have done that though what if they made it as in like she maybe snuck in at some point to just maybe watch like where he was going or whatever. And I, gotta, then, I
2: thought you were gonna say watch if he was watch him sleeping, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This no, is no, a no, not watch him
0: sleep. Whoa, like whoa, watch whoa, whoa, him. Whoa, that's no, weird. no, I mean like follow him maybe, and then like watch him. Follow him. Well, that's Well, here. maybe she's trying to figure out well, like what he's in for, right? So like if she's very curious she, again, but this I would
1: like it would be obvious that he's in for CF, because then they have like, to tell her. No, to no, no. no but I'm saying this would make more
0: sense because first of all, she's been in the hospital for so long. She, you know, not as much social interaction, all of those kind of things. So it would make sense that this one person who she has an interaction with that seems to be sick, but she doesn't know why he's sick. It would no, make no. perfect sense but for her Sam. to just try to figure and out Sam. what it was without expository Sam, wait, dialogue. Wait, wait. wait, wait.
1: She already know he has CF, though, because they'll have to tell her to warn her to stay away five feet. OCF patients have to be five feet from each other, right? Right. So she already know that he's... No,
0: no, but she wouldn't know about the... We're talking about the trials here, not the whatever.
2: Or, or like his bacteria, right?
0: Yeah. No, like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. All of that part she knows about already, like by default. I just mean the extra, like, oh, he's in for drug testing and drug trials or whatever. That's something I feel she should have figured out either on her own or just like stumbled into it instead of I, someone... I, just,
1: I don't I think just she's fine not to figure out.
0: Or maybe he should have told her himself at some point when they were on the balcony or something, you know, mm. instead of the ex- instead of like the nurse just being like, oh, he's in for this, this and this. And it, that that's where the movie just started breaking down for me, because I was like, "Uh, really? Like, first of all, it's illegal for you to say that. And second of all, now you're creating this tension because as soon as she says it, she's staring at the door as soon as he leaves. And then they start playing some like, you know, soft music in the background. Like, OK, they're trying really hard to be dramatic right now. After this nurse just, like, dropped a very important piece of the plot in, like, the first scene, you know? So it it didn't really hit as heavy as, like, if, you know, she was like, oh, like, why are you, why are you just messing around or whatever? If he just made a joke and was like, oh, yeah, they had just have me here and, like, they're testing drugs on me and stuff like that. And then if she reacted that being like, kiss. you know, dude, take this seriously, then it would have made more sense, you know?
2: Like if she was like, they were on the balcony and he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm on this drug trial. That's probably not going to work or something like that. Like that very kind of negative aspect.
0: Exactly. And then she flipped out about it on the roof. Then there would have been that's something to hook your audience because then your audience is like, whoa, okay. So he just said that and he's joking about the trial. But she's like taking it serious. And she's like, yo, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, how many people have this opportunity? And then it makes more sense. Exactly. But she just blew up on the balcony for no apparent reason. And I'm just like, okay, this is just what's going on. So that's where it it just fragmented for me. But I don't know. It
2: just kind of came off like she was just being crazy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, and that comes right off of the scene where she's like, I'm very controlling and I have OCD or whatever. You didn't even need to add any of that. It's already logical for her to be mad if she just found out he was messing around while he was on like a trial thing, you know? And
2: I mean, I like when you say that about like finding out about stuff about each other, I mean, I liked what they did with Will's character where like her sister's name was Abby, I think.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And um, like, he kind of finds a way, like figures out that she has passed away on his own without like directly. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: So like without directly like telling, like, you know, having expository dialogue or stuff like that.
2: Like I mean there is expository dial- dialogue later on when he like comes to the yoga studio and sits down and is like Abby is dead isn't she right? But I mean like he kind of does some digging on his own
3: mm-hmm Yeah to come
2: to, that conclusion, to, come to right? that
0: conclusion exactly and then you feel more like okay This character has worked for this knowledge to like for the audience to actually take a get a grasp of it right I
2: I- Characters um and this is just a me thing. I'm not the biggest fan of Cole Sprouse. Maybe it's just because I can't see him as an adult and he's still like the character from Sweet Life Zack and Cody to me.
0: hmm I yeah, I, I would agree with you on that, except my aspect is I just think he picks bad scripts t- to begin with. Because he's in Riverdale and he's he hasn't I don't Riverdale know Riverdale is
1: entertainingly bad.
0: Yeah, but then at the same I time, I don't know. Week, I yeah. feel like out of most of the Disney people, the only person who has made it out of that bubble with her like reputation unscathed, Uchi U- probably knows who I'm going with this, but I'm say Zendaya. It is. And in, also have another yeah, one. It's Zendaya.
1: Selena Gomez.
0: Selena Gomez as well, yeah, because Zendaya moved from Disney to like Euphoria. That's a complete 180, and she is so brilliant in Euphoria, right? And she's still in, like, Spider-Man and all those other things. And she has, like, a broad acting range. Cole Sprouse or Dylan Sprouse, either one of them, could have done the exact same thing. I don't
1: think Dylan does acting anymore. Well, he
0: doesn't. uh, Yeah, I guess he doesn't act anymore. But, like, you know. On
2: that note, like, also.
0: Oh, Pam, I think you're breaking.
2: Oh, I I just keep stopping because I keep getting cut off.
0: (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Um, I was gonna say Hilary Duff also. I mean, she did those like cheesy young adult movies for a while after Disney, and then just yeah. kind of like did her own thing.
0: Right. And but I mean, just, like yeah,
2: yeah. With Cole Sprouse, I just it's another thing of everyone thinks he's so good looking, um, and so he <laughs> roles where he can play like the pretty boy, like, the bad pretty boy,
3: right?
2: mm mm-hmm. um, And draw female actors. Personally, I'm sitting there, my mother is a dental assistant, and I'm going, what the fuck is up with his front teeth?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's not even the he's issue.
1: I don't
2: think he's a good
0: actor. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I
1: can I talk about the swimming pool scene when they start, like, stripping to show off their scars, right?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: For some reason, when that scene was played, all I could hear was Pam's voice but like, Oh, take me to the back and do all the Fifty Shades
2: of Grey. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yes. Okay, I will make a comment here. I like slimmer guys like that are muscular, though. But he is, like, too skinny. He's too
3: skinny.
0: Again, this isn't even about... To me, it's not even about his looks. I just think he just needs to pick better, like, jobs. Better acting. But he's gets. not that
2: good looking to me, and he's a bad actor. Shady
0: scripts yeah i don't know i don't think he's a bad actor like if you give him a good script he could probably make magic with it yeah. i think it's just the, the scripts around him are just horrible right now and it's just crazy because again if we want to go with him playing the whole bad boy or like bad person-esque or whatever um if i don't know if he if you gave him a, a role as like maybe I'm trying to think. Maybe like a Flash Thompson in the Spider-Man movies, or like a, oh
1: god, no, I cannot imagine him bullying anyone. Cope. <laughs> Cole Sprouse is, is Flash Thompson. I'm sorry, he, he could not bully
0: anyone. <laughs> Actually, the Flash Thompson they have right now is pretty good though. So yeah. Um, Can you imagine
1: if Cole Sprouse trying to bully someone? I'd laugh.
0: Cole Sprouse trying to bully uh, Tom Holland. I
1: would fucking laugh. Tom Holland could kick his ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Be other
1: Spider Man's blink, flash.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, or like even, even if you made him. I'm trying to think. What other, what other like, movies are out there that he could probably penetrate into? I don't know.
2: Damon from Vampire Diaries, but there's no one who can do a better role than Ian summerhelder playing oh. Damon
0: vampire like, no. diaries is another show the first that few seasons
1: of vampire Diaries was really good oh. damien was pretty entertaining what was the name of the doppelganger um For elena katharina
2: yeah. yeah there's katharina and there's elena
1: the first one because i can't really hear you that well but yes her
2: the one that's dating Stefan at the beginning like season one is elena
1: mm-hmm.
2: the one from like when Damon and Stephanie became vampires, is Kathar- Katharina.
1: Katrina. Katherina was amazing. That was such a great villain. She was <laughs> so amazing.
2: <laughs> On the note of Vampire Diaries and like Bad Boys, Ian Summerhelder as Damon. He could take me in the back and do all the 50 Shades of Grey. Oh things. my
0: goodness. Like, what cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my laugh. goodness. Yeah, no. I like I get where you guys are coming from with all of that though. It was just, I don't know, with um I don't know, with Vampire Diaries to me specifically, I was okay with it, but I was more in the fan base of The Originals than Vampire Diaries. Because The Originals the, was fun. Yeah, was The Originals was more and nuanced and, and more Yeah, it did get know, ridiculous towards up, the yeah. end.
1: Truth be told all those shows were got ridiculous they, they lost nuance after like the first few episodes episodes yeah, yeah.
0: well i mean I the mean, originals want- was good up, up until like season four or five that's when it started falling off the wagon it went too long yeah i think it yeah, went too long vampire definitely. Diaries.
2: Vampire diaries after season four just kind of fell off the wagon for me like i'm literally using my quarantine time right now yeah to finish watching five six seven eight of vampire mm-hmm. diaries or the yeah. I have not watched the oh
0: my yet. God, the originals is so great. Um, Klaus is possibly my best, my best live action vampire character ever, unless uh Jared Leto uh proves me wrong in Morbius. But Klaus was pretty good.
1: I'm sorry, we saw Jared Leto play Joker. Do you have high hopes for him
0: as Morbius? Well, the thing is, Marvel really? has Marvel has a good way of building people's careers. So,
3: true, Marvel I mean, might make I him
2: be a good Morbius. Morbius because yeah. like, like I remember remember him in 50 not 50 seconds to Mars 30 seconds to Mars that like super emo kid look he had going on <laughs>
0: yeah. I think he can That's I think he might be a the, good Morbius yeah
2: by just bring that emo side back
1: mm-hmm.
2: dude
0: like
1: just do it okay so I'm not the owner and who so that weird hairline I said Jeff Leto starring a cult right
0: starring a cult
1: yeah starting a cult
0: Jared Leto is starting a cult. Why Why is he starting a cult?
1: I don't know. I saw it and I was like, that can't be true.
0: <laughs> so kind of like Kanye?
1: Dude, Kanye's a cult. Have you seen that stupid leak tape of him and were talking, like the whole video now?
0: No, I haven't seen it yet. Kanye's in the wrong. Kanye's in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, Kanye's full of shit. Did, he, did you think he was full of wisdom before beforehand? No,
1: like okay, fine. Here's the thing: I, I a lot of you already know I don't like Taylor Swift, right? Mm-hmm. I find I think she's good; she's fake, right? Okay. But I remember when I told okay.
2: I feel like you're swearing at me right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Pam, do you love Taylor Swift?
2: I don't love her, but like, I I do like her music. I do like. If I had the opportunity to meet her, I totally would take it. And I mean, like, when I was in high school everyone all my friends are like oh you're like the punk version of taylor swift like you see pictures of me in high school and i look a lot like
0: taylor swift <laughs> oh well now you know I, how i feel when people shit on michael jackson i'm just like hmm okay and oh, yes
1: let me continue shooting on taylor swift yeah <laughs> no i remember a couple years ago the short version of the clip leads and it made it look like Kanye was in the right like Kanye told taylor swift about that infamous line right right and then Kanye went his full crazy, like, extremist, like, we must get rid of the 12th Amendment, all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the full video leaked, and Kanye did not tell Taylor Swift the context the context of the line. He, ju- he just told her the one line. Right. And I'm kind of like, yeah, Kanye,
0: you're full of shit. <laughs> Kanye, yeah, I don't know. Uh Which Kanye lost me out of a fan when he said slavery was a choice. So that's when I was yeah. like, okay, I'm out.
2: Which podcast was it that we were singing Gold Digger? Was that Aladdin? The
0: one that Yeah, it was, yeah it was Aladdin. Yeah, it was Aladdin. It hasn't aired yet <laughs> as There's a moment of it's recording. Going
1: air, well, it's going to air by the time we finish By the, the time 40.
0: this episode is up, yeah, it would have aired. Yeah.
2: So back to the movie. <laughs>
0: yes, back to the movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like other than that, like again, it's it's clearly the audience loved it, so the you know the director, the actors, they all knew what they were going for, and they went for it, right? That's why it has a seventy three percent audience score. So five feet apart, I think it did its job. Um, was its audience well? Does it audience in, does its audience include include someone like me? Pro- probably not. Probably not. Um, just because, I think- yeah, I I just don't relate to to this movie. That, yeah. I I mean I I did have this conversation again with the with the um um Kaya's family as well cuz I was kind of like okay, if this was set in a situation where maybe there was more on the line, maybe like um we had I, some I insight life, into like families and struggling with money. Life. Well, no, it is, but like if we had some more insight into cuz Yes, I their life was on the line, but I never really felt like their life was really on the line. Like the movie never made me feel like these guys are gonna die soon. Like I could from right from the beginning, I could always be like, oh, maybe I I, I could already see, oh, maybe he'll sacrifice himself for her in like a romantic way, or like maybe somehow they both get lung transfers or whatever, and they live happily ever after, or like maybe she dies Not and close. he gets, you know.
1: I was like implied that even if they get new lungs like only good for like 5 years. 5 years. Yeah, the, exactly. This this my process starts again.
0: Exactly. So like I needed more I needed more high like I again life like thread of life is high stakes but the acting or the writing didn't really make it feel like high stakes. Like if we had, you know, in between moments of like near death. We only had like maybe the one towards the end uh, I mean, where they're both why rushed the into ER. Dead guy? Well, yeah, but like not, but to the main character though, like you know when you have, I'm trying to think of a movie that I can use, well, I can use to relate to this. the characters died because
1: he got too close to, to them, and most likely caught the bacteria. Like, well, no, yeah,
0: I I know that, but I just mean to the actual main characters, like the two of them. I wanted because with the with the with the character who died, we only we did we yes we did see him, but like he was, I don't know, it's he like was a character, character that yeah, he was a character that wasn't really too important to like the audience right as important think, as the as others yeah. I think the
1: biggest problem with this is that like remember our 1917 review where right. like one of the main characters does die too early yeah kinda, but like, that was the movie that was flat.
0: yeah I think that was good though because it was unexpected and then the, the 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 last one just has to take it all the way through I thought that was a yeah, good it, twist
1: it, it works for 1917 because it's like an action it's, yeah. not an action it's a thriller movie right Yeah, this is a romance movie mm-hmm like having one of the main characters die halfway through the movie kind of leaves us in a weird spot. Like, what's the rest? Oh of no, the movie I don't.
0: I, I, I'm not saying die. I just wanted more of a sense of mortality. So, like, um, maybe. My, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: I like thought maybe I'm giving it a sense of, like urgency, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Would have been better if, like, say, instead of character having si- um fibrosis or whatever, I can't remember. This how is like for versus? yeah well no no the specific bacteria
0: oh
3: yeah
2: instead of having that maybe he was like his he had had a lung transplant and his lungs were failing sort of thing
0: yeah exactly like something to just make them i don't know i just something more on the line like i i don't know me writing it i would i would say i don't know
1: i do have a movie for if you want to watch it right it is anime. So, Pam, I don't know if how you, your opinion on anime as no, well. Pam Pam watches anime. you have be the
2: president of the U of M anime club yeah. for like two
0: years? <laughs> oh, wait, you in the president of the U other... Yeah, oh, okay. Pam's an anime story. guru. So.
1: i oh, ever... I watched my fair, fair.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: share. Do you remember when we went to the U of M anime club and yes. it was so fucking awkward?
0: Mm-hmm. I remember that.
1: So awkward.
0: Like we sat there. <laughs> we sat there for you know, like maybe half an hour and they were like, okay, let's go home.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. like, nope, can't do this. <laughs>
0: we're nerds, yes. but not like that. We're not really nerdy. Anyways. We're nerds, but we're not awkward. Yeah, we're nerds, but we're not awkward. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Friends who were in the club, and they're like, oh, come hang out. And I'm like, go hang out. And then like, the club kind of disbanded. And they were like, oh, you're president now. And I'm like, I didn't ask for this.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're the captain <laughs> now. Yeah, Pat, Pat was <laughs> were the leader.
2: 'Cause like you you look at me and you like meet me and you would not think like this chick was like
0: into anime a head of an anime club. Mm-hmm. Pam and I have a mutual friend, um, Becky, who um who is on my side because I think Pam you you're more into like the drama type animes, right? the more... Devil
2: May Cry stuff. Yeah.
0: Oh shit. Have you seen Devil May Cry from like was it last year or the year? Oh before? my god.
1: It's <laughs> a fucking great anime. <laughs> oh my, oh, my god.
0: And then you know, Becky and I are more into like shonen type anime, like Naruto or Bleach. So there was there was all that too, where like even within the anime community, there's still like the difference in genres and like fan bases. I am
2: like uh, Vampire Night or on High School Host Club, and then Devil May Cry.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then we're more like you know Dragon Ball, Devil May Cry, or yeah. Every single
1: person needs to watch Devil May Cry. Mm -hmm. What a Um, fucking great anime! I ever went
2: to, I actually cosplayed Trish from Devil May Cry. Yeah. Serious.
1: Yes. Yeah, (laughs) super off topic. Yeah, no, I was going to say there's a movie where it's like one of the characters is sick and it's named I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, right?
0: (laughs) It is. Oh my god. What is wrong with anime? Anyways, continue.
1: (laughs) Okay, fine. I gotta explain what I want to eat your pancreas. So in South Asian cultures, in some Asian cultures, Mm -hmm. it's believed that if you eat the healthy organ of like someone else, right? So if you eat a healthy heart or healthy pancreas, then you get cured from your disease. Okay. So this girl is suffering from, I don't remember the name of the disease, but it affects her pancreas.
0: Okay. So hence why it's
1: like, I want to eat your pancreas.
0: Pancreas, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense.
1: So like, go watch it. I won't spoil that movie. Just know, I didn't like that movie.
0: (laughs) You did? I would, I I don't know. Yeah.
1: But like, the way you're describing what you want from this movie is something that you might enjoy from this movie, from I want to eat your pancreas. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, I just, you know, I, I. If maybe one of the main characters would have, um, maybe like with with him doing the drug testing or whatever, maybe one of the drugs backfired and did something even worse to him for a time. But then, you know, they were able to fix it in time or whatever, like give something to stabilize him. And then all of a sudden now there's more tension with each new trial because now he's like, well, the last one almost killed me. Do I want to keep going with this trial or do I just want to give up? And that would have added more tension into the thing. I did ask
1: this question. You know, like how in some, it's most likely not the case in, like, cyber right? But you know, like how sometimes they give people placebo drugs?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Imagine if you're just having placebos the whole time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or something like that. I just needed something more, like, you know, to the point where they just, you, as an audience member, you're just uncomfortable because you're just like, oh my God, now I actually have no idea what's going to happen because that's what good writing does. With
2: the age range. I yeah. think, uh, and, like, my thing is, is, I understand the whole point of, like, them going to see the lights, but mm-hmm. I didn't really like the way that was done, and then her falling through the ice. Like, I feel like there could have been another way around it where, like, that moment where, like, he gave her mouth-to-mouth and could have potentially given her his bacteria. I feel yeah. like there could have been
0: Something there other- as well. Yeah. Yeah. You-
1: why if she was the one who just like kissed him? She was just like, "Yo, yeah, fuck it, I want to die anyway, right?"
0: Hmm. Or like let's even we'll talk about what? even that that specific scene where you know they kind of get out of it and then they're just on the floor, uh, well on the ice, and then it just cuts straight away to them in the ER and then like you know people we 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 never found out how He called nine one one. Who did he call nine one one? He did. Oh, okay, he did. Okay. Okay, I didn't see that. I probably skipped that then. Yeah, he he had his
1: phone out, and he was dialing, walking down the bridge, and then she disappeared down the ice.
0: Oh, okay. Because I was kind of like, who called 911? Who found them? You know, those kind of things. Because it just, like, from there, it just cut straight to the hospital. So I was was skeptical. Like, who called 911? Anyways, yeah.
2: He was saying with the whole, like, she should have just kissed him. Like, you know when Poe dies in the movie, and she's like, he was my best friend, and I never hugged him, and all that. And, like, he comes to comfort her. Right could have been a moment of like lapse of judgment boom yeah exactly happens or something like that like and a lot of really stupid stuff in my life and like i've had lapses of judgment in times like that of being super over emotional
3: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and it's like that would make the story much more believable to me
0: exactly exactly and that's just that's just the thing too i don't know it was like, it, again, the demographic probably wouldn't notice all these things because they're probably not in that stage of maybe life they, where they do notice. But I don't know.
1: I feel like you're just calling the demographic stupid. I feel like they would I'm not calling them
0: stupid. Just, I'm just saying I feel like they they just
3: don't
0: care <laughs> or that, too. Yeah, they might. Not, yeah, they might notice it and just not care. Um, I just know, like, again, it was good. Audience score 73 percent. So they did something right. Um, that I probably would not have done, right? Considering the demographic, um, mm-hmm. but there were just some certain areas where I was just kind of like, okay, this isn't realistic.
2: Like, I was gonna say, like, the demographic. How you're like saying the demographic? You're like you're you're being like, oh, you're calling the demographic stupid. Um, here's the thing. I was in that sixteen to twenty two age range when the Twilight movies are coming out. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you were over that? all over that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I, I didn't really like I liked the books more than the movies, right. but um, even though the books are so bad and it's such an unhealthy relationship, right? But um, I would agree, like demographic doesn't always have the best um, choice and taste in movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, it does. It, it also depends too, right? Like if if a movie is not going to be realistic then i want you to lean into that non-realism look at things like john wick or like i mean, yeah, i'm sorry to mention action movies but like you know i'm trying to, what, what's a drama movie that okay look at something like the flash cw everything in there is not realistic okay, as wait, far as drama flash, is concerned
1: no but the flash cw is also not good we find it entertaining but it's not good but
0: it's also like it has an audience but score of like 80 something percent like it has an yeah, it has a like really first good first audience season. score yeah so I'm like, it knows what what it's going for. And it's like over-the-top drama. You know, drama could be caused by someone not telling someone else that they have superpowers. And all of a sudden, everyone's <laughs> mad at them I'm or sorry.
1: whatever. I'm sorry. No, if we're going to talk about bad drama, I have to talk about Arrow. It's like... Or Arrow, it's like yeah. yeah. There's Arrow as well. It's, it's such a long time ago. So spoilers. I'm sorry. I have to talk about this. So one of the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Was it Oliver? Oliver... Found out he had his son, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Felicity got pissed.
1: Yeah, Felicity got pissed. Because Oliver's like, oh, Oliver's baby mama's like, yes, this is your son, but you can't tell anyone, right? Yeah. Literally an hour later, an hour after Oliver finds out, right? Mm -hmm. Felicity finds out, and Felicity's mad, like, oh, why didn't you tell me you you have a son?
0: I'm like, he just found out. He just found out like an hour ago. And he hasn't even yeah. seen you
1: in that hour mm. And you're already mad
0: You're already angry Yeah well that's the thing right Where like in those in, in those things They know that their drama is over the top But they lean into that over the topness And their audience somehow still likes it Right So I feel like I if you're going
2: another... Yeah go okay. for it thing about leaning into the over the top drama Yeah Telenovelas
0: Tel- yes. yes telenovelas Queen of, Queen of, the, Queen the, of the South
2: Congress. Watch Queen of the
0: South on Netflix right now over the top drama, but it's still good because yeah. you expect it and you're like, yeah, oh my God.
1: Yeah, Jane the Virgin as well. Jane the or Virgin too. You can just too. watch any Nigerian movie.
0: Any Nigerian movie, exactly. Same thing. But then if you're going to go like, okay, we're going to be realistic, but sometimes go over the top, then you're losing me because it's like, okay, what's your game here, you know?
1: Okay, can, can I just ask, which point in this movie was it really over the top or kind of forgotten?
0: <laughs> drama movie?
1: No, in this movie, in Five Feet Apart, which moment was
0: over the top? Was over the top? Oh,
1: I... The
2: dinner scene for his birthday was a little bit...
0: Yeah. For me. It was a little yeah, bit... That, that, that too. I kind of like... I like that scene. Really?
2: Like,
0: yeah. Okay.
2: It was over the top. Like, you would not have the access.
1: To that stuff. Oh, yeah. Clearly yeah. not. I think maybe the reason why I'm, like, okay with this movie is, like... There's this thing where, like, you know, like the suspense or disbelief, right?
0: Right. Also, Poe drive, like, using the skateboard in the hospital. And I'm like, no, n- no nurse is actively going to see you as a patient on a skateboard. Sam. Yeah.
1: They're in a rich hospital. They're, oh, my
0: God. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I don't think because if, if he gets hurt, the hospital is liable for that. Like, it makes no sense. I mean, what's
1: the worst he's going to do? Die?
0: Yes, that's the worst that could literally happen. He has cystic fibrosis. Movie. And he does die later on. So it's like he's riding a skateboard in the hospital hallways and no one questions it at all.
1: Dude, at no point did I suspense of this movie for this movie get broken because I did not expect realism from this movie, to be honest.
0: <laughs> but the movie portrays itself as realism.
1: Dude, I watched a movie about two CF patients fall in love and not get together at no point did I expect realism.
0: <laughs> but I'm saying the movie starts out with realism, though. Like, it starts out with being like, oh, my God, he's in detesting. This is real life. This is drama. This is captivating. This is like two teenagers who might die tomorrow trying to live life Yeah, it's today. also
1: a movie about two teenagers falling in love. I don't expect realism. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying my point. I don't it. Really- <laughs>
0: uh so so are I feel you like Pam gets my point?
2: Yeah, I do. I mean, yeah.
0: So what if you saw something that was over the top romantic drama? Like um what's that Christmas one that that was on Netflix? That everyone There's a lot
1: of Christmas ones on Netflix. You have to be most the one with uh, Vanessa Hudgens or the one with um what's that girl's name again? The the girl from iZombie.
0: I think the one with yeah. the girl from iZombie. I think that's the oh, one.
2: Oh Christmas friends?
1: Yeah,
0: I
2: think that's her
1: name. Yeah. How do I know this? Yeah, Explain but like, the, name? the one that what she's the in.
0: Cover? Yeah. Like, the th- th- those ones are dramas where it's full-on adults. These are adults in their 20s or 30s. Some of them just divorced or whatever, whatever. Over-the-top I'm drama.
1: A Christmas Prince is about someone who falls in love with a prince of a foreign land. Yeah, exactly. A peasant. A peasant who falls in love a with a prince. <laughs> that's some Disney lover shit. <laughs> I'm
0: just like saying. It? But they're going Yeah, but yeah. they're going over the top, but they're leaning into going over the top. And that's why they probably made a lot of money I, during that Christmas, right?
1: I think that's the thing though. Like every single movie has got a different level of suspension of disbelief, right? Right. I'm just saying this movie, like five feet apart, at no point did my suspension of disbelief for this movie get broken.
0: Ugh. I don't know maybe I don't know maybe I was just too realistic because again, like I've no, that's I have your a choice I have', a, I have that's a, for you right yeah I have an aunt who's like passed away from cancer and like all of those other things too. and I kind of that feeling of mortality I've seen like I wouldn't say I've seen it in someone's eyes before, but i I've I felt that energy before and that energy I didn't feel in this movie, which is why I asked the question if someone who legitimately had cystic fibrosis saw this movie. Like I mean, Pam, you did mention the one line in the movie that they, you know, the the one guy said he really identified with, but like the story as a whole, like the characters, is any teenager right now with cystic fibrosis going to watch this movie and be like, "This is this maybe. is my experience," you know? That's that's my question, because it's like, I feel
2: like maybe girls with CF would, but not so much like the guys.
0: Yeah. But then, even when you say girls, like, because not all girls are the same, too, right?
1: And not all guys are the same. And not all guys are the same,
0: yeah. So, it's kind of like... And I think,
1: this is where you're kind of losing the thing, though, Sam. You don't like this movie, and it's fine for other people to like this movie.
0: No, I'm okay with people liking it. Like, I'm totally fine with that. I'm just trying to understand, like, what about this movie makes it, like... Like because wh- wh- i'm I'm trying to die i'm I'm giving you the reasons why I may not connect with it as much. I do respect mm-hmm. that some people like it. Um, I'm just trying to understand how like how good this movie is for you to overlook all of because we've reviewed movies even in the past no, in our previous episodes that have had no. similar problems to this movie, but we've given those movies shit for it. but now this movie has those similar problems, and now we're kind of like, but people still like it, so it's okay so I'm like no, at I... no point did
1: I say this movie was great. Okay, I literally said this movie is okay slash almost it's okay, and I enjoyed it, but it's mm-hmm. not a great movie,
0: right? Because you know, again, over the top drama. We did Birds of Prey like a couple weeks ago. That was some of that was Birds over the Frey. top.
1: Birds of Prey. I did not complain about the over the top drama. I complained about other stuff, right? Yeah. Like This movie is kind of like the same thing, right? It's like yes, all of this stuff is a big negative, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not. Fine, the best way I can put it about this movie, right? This movie, most likely in about two weeks' time, I will not remember much about it, right? Mm-hmm. Even like the best way I can even put it out, I never finished this movie the first
3: time <laughs> I watched
1: it. I got halfway through, and then when Pam was like, oh, we should do Five Feet Apart, I was like, did I finish that movie? I asked Pam what happens at the end, and she said, I'm like, oh yeah, that means I did not finish this
0: movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys, okay, so that's one thing I want to talk about too, the end, right? Mm -hmm. who knows that is there like a hidden meaning to the end or whatever or does it just end that way and it's like okay that's it like
2: there's actually an alternative ending okay oh this movie that you can find on youtube i personally perceived it is that will like does succumb to cystic fibrosis and does pass away um because in the alternative ending like in the main ending you need to close your eyes because I can't walk away with you looking at me. And he essentially leaves to keep her safe from possibly connect collect getting his bacteria because he knows if they stay together, they're not gonna be able to stay five feet apart from each other, right? Right. Um, so he and he doesn't want to put her through the pain of losing someone else, I guess, to like death. Because I mean, she's lost her sister, she's lost Co. and her parents are divorcing. Right. So like that's what I'm saying. But in the alternative ending, she is sitting in a cafe. And as you can tell, she has doesn't have any of the uh, stuff she has for CF. Mm-hmm. Her oxygen tank or anything like that. And she's sitting with her friends. And it's like several years later and there's a baby and all that. Right. And then she sees Will uh, basically in the same state he was when he leaves her at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still has his oxygen tank and everything like that. And they she walks up to him and stands from him.
0: Right. Okay. Huh.
2: And it's like in Paris or something like that.
0: (laughs) Again, over the top. They could have just done it like in the same city. They didn't have to go to Paris, but okay. Wasn't
1: it one of her dreams to go to Paris though?
2: No, his dream was to travel the world. And that reason up the other thing of like maybe she was like maybe she he did pass away and this is how she was like remembering him by like fulfilling his dream of traveling the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would have made sense too, I guess.
2: I honestly kind of like the alternative ending and I wish they would have added it
0: in. Mhm. Um quick question though about the whole like her losing a friend, losing her sister, parents divorcing, all of that. I mm-hmm. like I feel also the movie could have done a better job at us feeling like from her perspective that her life is just like crumbling because I, I don't know. Again, maybe pacing. Maybe it's just the pacing. I don't know. Because that would have been something I would have liked as well. But I never felt the, I don't know. I, I was never like, I just never felt, I never felt as sorry for her as the movie was trying to make me feel, you know?
2: Well, and I definitely didn't feel that either. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is where I was kind of like, I don't know how to, you know. This movie is not that long. It's like an hour one one
1: fifty
3: nine or one forty five.
0: Yeah, so an hour forty minutes long. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you know, again, not to liken it to something on the level of like Joker, but he doesn't. He doesn't even have an like. He does have the illness to keep laughing or whatever. But he doesn't. He doesn't have that. He has PTSD. PTSD. Well, yeah, but he does have the PTSD. He has the uh. Um, You know, the whole thing with Thomas Wayne and like how Thomas Wayne might be his father or whatever, whatever. But the pacing of that was done so well where you could feel each moment just escalating and escalating and escalating. The pacing of this movie, you never feel like you hit that like the characters, even when they, you know, they go out, they, you know, they kiss each other or whatever. You don't really feel that rise for it to escalate to that point and then hit that, you know, that peak where everything just goes to shit and then it starts climbing think, back down again. You know?
1: I think the problem is that is that this movie is not really that kind of genre, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: It it also does, like, the same thing with, like, The of Stars, where it's, mm-hmm. like, there's no, there's no tension of anything bad happening. Right. Because, like, I remember when, like, they broke up for the first time, And I was like, that's too early in the movie for it to be anything serious.
0: Right. For them to break up. (laughs) I know. (laughs) They even broke
1: up. Yeah. And I was like, what?
0: Yeah. Because I'm like,
1: okay, when is like the low point of this movie? When's that point where like everything's truly hit the shit? Right. Yeah. That's when is is his name Poe?
0: Uh Poe. Yeah, I think Poe. That's his
1: Yeah, that's when Poe died.
0: Mm hmm That's when it's like,
1: yeah, so that's the low point of a movie.
0: Right. Yeah, I know. That's the thing too. It was just I don't know. It was okay though. Like I like again. I said the actual demographic it's aiming for. That's great. Um, if they love it, like then they like the directors and actors and writers have done their job. Perfectly. No,
1: apparently they loved it because this movie made ninety one million the wide. Budget of only seven.
0: Yeah, so they made a lot of profit from it, which is great. Um, yeah, and I think it is an. Is it considered an? Oh no, it's Lionsgate, so it's not really an indie film it's an actual like studio company film. So from a studio perspective, that's good. That's good. And again, they spent, the budget was what, like 7 million. That's a really yeah. small budget for a movie. So for it to make that amount of profit, that's great. That's a good, that's a success. Um, yeah. I
2: say Sam, If you wanted to see a movie that like does drama and action and like with a little bit of leaning into the, over drama a little bit But does it well um It is an older movie But you should honestly watch Legends of the Fall with Brad Pitt
0: Legends of I do like Brad Pitt so I might check that out Legends of the like Fall
2: my, I, I remember growing up my sister being mm-hmm. like I need to watch it And I didn't right. watch it um, Until actually last year And I It's such an amazing mm-hmm. movie And has like heart wrenching moments I, right. And answer your question earlier in the podcast Gucci About Moments in movies that shouldn't have made you cry but do. There's a scene in Legends of the Fall where um, Brad Pitt's dad's character um, comes out of the house and he's older and he's had a stroke. And like he can't speak anymore so he writes on a chalkboard what he wants. I saw that scene, and, like, the first time I saw it, I saw it, and I just started bawling for no reason. And my sister's, <laughs> like, just, like crying, crying, and I'm like, I have no idea.
0: Oh, my so goodness. Yeah, and that's fair. I'm like, you know. Um, yeah, honestly, like, I, I, I would say also Allied, like I mentioned earlier. Allied would be another – that's Brad Pitt again, but that's another, another movie that – again, that's more adult, but, you know, it's still him – uh, married, married to someone uh, during World War II, but then the war ends and then, you know, he finds out that his wife was, like, a German spy or whatever, but, like, not really because he doesn't know if, like, the actual British government is lying to him that she's a spy or if, like, she is actually a spy. And then there's a whole tension with him trying to, like, dissect the history of their relationship to try to find out if she actually was a spy or not. And then, you know, all of that uncovers itself. No expository dialogue. Everything happens as they both kind of uncover things about each other. They have a kid. They have a family. They have a house. But then there's still that tension of, like, did my wife really marry me for me or is she married to me because she's a spy, you know? And that something as trivial as, like, that plot because becomes something bigger as the movie, like, unfolds. Because eventually now he has to put his life on the line for his government and go like, well, if my wife really is a spy, then like you guys can like, uh, then that means I'm compromised. And you guys can like, you know, you can get rid of me or like dis- disavow me or whatever. And then there's that. And then they're like, well, if she is actually a spy, then we're going to have to execute her and kill her, you know. So there's already tension like that in there. But I don't know.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: And if you like that kind of movie, like legend of the fall is um it's a it's done as like a legend um and one staff um he's the native american character in the movie Mm -hmm. he narrates parts of it right it's basically the story following tristan which is brad pitt's character and his two other brothers and his youngest brother his soon-to-be wife she falls in love with brad pitt they all go off to war. His little brother gets killed. Mm-hmm. So they come back. Brad Pitt's character and this wife or his brother's dead brother's girlfriend. Then he is feeling so much guilt for not being able to save his brother during the war leaves for years on end to go deal with the survivor's guilt. and right. this um, girl, this woman marries his eldest brother, right. And it follows like the tragic story, and like honestly, some of my favorite quotes are from that movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: um And like, like if you like that Brad Pitt movie about World War Two, you'd like this one.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Which you're gonna say something?
1: I don't wanna be that person because I can't see the time. But how long are we into the podcast now?
0: Oh yeah, we're like maybe an hour.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We should probably yeah. start wrapping up. Yeah, we should wrap I'm up. I'm hungry. <laughs> I want to eat food. Oh my goodness!
0: You're you're you have no right to complain right now because you're at home. I still have to drive home. Yeah,
1: that's why I'm saying I want to eat food because I can literally just like roll from here to the kitchen. Yeah, but
0: I'm saying you shouldn't be the one complaining. I should be complaining because I'm still I in the, the studio. You. So I don't shut the fuck you... up. I'm oh. <laughs> <Ooh>, scared. <laughs> you, you have you have no right. Now
1: the right. man's is, man is cursing at me <laughs> just because I can't punch him in the face. You have
0: no right right now to complain about wanting to get food. You're at home. Okay. No, I said I want to eat food. That's why I'm not <laughs> oh, complaining. I'm can
2: saying. Also, go get food and just eat it over the podcast. More ASMR. I mean,
0: <laughs> earlier
1: <laughs> I was polite and muted my meds when I was. <laughs> exactly. Is it, is
0: it picking up my ASMR? Um, sounds sexy. No, please, you don't. Please stop. You don't. Please stop. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> please stop. Oh Take my goodness. Just to the back. Into all the Fifty Shades. <laughs> yeah, see that you just went from trying to sound sexy to sounding creepy. So, <laughs> so.
1: yeah, so like Fifty Shades of gray. That oh movie's creepy
0: goodness. it is a creepy movie. Um, you over. With- <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go you with that.
2: that movie? Wait, Pam. You guys seen Fifty Shades? I've seen I Fifty have.
0: Shades. I did not enjoy it. It's a terrible movie. Do oh, not watch yeah.
2: like it. Bad references to it, and yet I'm the only one who has not seen it.
1: <laughs> I think it's both you and Michael who haven't seen it. I did not like that movie. Don't watch it. It's mm. so bad. No.
2: Super and depicts a super unhealthy relationship. So oh, I won't watch it. Very unhealthy relationship.
0: Like, wow. There's three movies right now that I'm I feel I honestly feel like I've wasted like valuable time in my life watching those movies. And that is Fifty Shades of Grey, Twilight and Suicide Squad. Those three movies will forever remain time in my life that I feel like I've wasted. (laughs) Again, Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey, and Suicide Squad.
2: I know this is going to sound really bad, and I'm going to be super judged for this, and it's not because I like the Twilight movies at all, because I really Mm -hmm. don't. But every so often, if I need a movie to just watch, like, as a comfort movie and turn my brain off because it's familiar, I will go and watch the first Twilight. No. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I cannot. I, telling, I don't know why. So i sorry.
1: The Sparkling Vampire.
0: Oh. Everything so was bad. so bad. Everything was so bad. So
2: bad. But I, just, I think it's just because, like, it's a brings that me back to a time in my life where everything was simple I didn't have to care about anything and yeah
0: so it's more the nostalgia surrounding the movie not the movie itself then the movie itself yeah it's like the culture of the time the movie came out
2: 15 years old and not having responsibilities
0: see but here's the thing I saw that movie when I was fairly young too but I still thought it was shit (laughs) when I saw it as a kid.
2: shit too but i I think it's because i went to go see it with my best friend at the time right stop seeing movies with friends because half these people i don't talk to anymore
3: (laughs) stop seeing movies
0: with friends yeah
2: (laughs) i have you guys and then i have like then monica and then Joby, and that is like it (laughs)
0: that's everyone (laughs) Well, yeah, because I think for so the more of the stories like, we shouldn't go watch a movie together. Oh my goodness! Uh, no, no, I think I think it's just you have to find your crowd. Because I have noticed there's a, like even with doing even like the period that we've been doing like this podcast together, right? The way I watch movies, I, I I don't know if this is the same for you guys, has like changed. Where like now, if I'm watching it with someone else who isn't you guys, if like literally something you know, you know, cliche or something that doesn't make sense happen or something that makes the movie bad happens. I pick up on it straight away. And even like now that I started like screenwriting and like, you know, hopefully shooting in the summer and stuff like that, there's little things I see with regards to like maybe sound or, you know, uh, uh, ambient whatever, ambient uh, uh, VX or whatever that I would notice. And I'd be like, oh, they could have fixed that, you know. And like, 100%. yeah, and you know, it's so then it's like when I'm talking to people about this stuff, regular people who just want to watch movies just to watch movies would be like, eh, I didn't really care about it that much. But then to like us or like, you know, me, I would be like, that bugs me a little bit, you know? And then,
2: and like, that's the thing, like my mom, like I like watching movies to just watch movies and I've definitely become more critical in the time doing the podcast. Right. But even before I would like tell my mom, be like, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. I didn't like this. And she's like, stop critiquing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly and
2: we watched movie, like last weekend when I was home. We I was critiquing it and she's like, just stop. And I was like, Mom, this is my job now. Yeah.
0: Also, this is people of forget my life. Now. <laughs> people forget that what you can cons- what you consume, especially in terms of media and stuff. It actually impacts your view of the world. Right. I know a lot of parents would watch something like contagion, not parents, even people in general would watch something like Contagion, for instance, right? And then, obviously, it's a movie, but a lot of people have watched Contagion and been like, oh, my God, it reminds me of this coronavirus or whatever, whatever. And, like, you're trying to draw those correlations, but then, again, movies are made to for the drama to be, you know, expanded on, for everything to be expanded on. And that, you know, I, I don't know, that relays to your subconscious, and now you're thinking about the common flu, or, you know, I, I'm not going to compare Corona to the common flu, but, you know, you compare something like Corona to like something like a zombie virus where like it's nowhere near the same because it was a zombie virus. I'm sorry. By now we're all done. But, you know, it's like you're comparing those two and you're kind of like, OK, well, this could happen, but like not really because this movie is affecting your viewpoint. Same thing with like. <laughs> sorry, go ahead.
2: This is a zombie virus. We'd all be done. I'd survive. I just fucking like Daryl Dixon. This level shit. I hunt. <laughs> I fish. I can survive.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know the thing is, once you get bitten or clawed or whatever, then you're you're you know if you have like five hundred zombies straight up in your town or whatever, straight up running at you. I don't like if you don't have a car to get a, get the hell out of there. Like you're done.
1: Okay, you not everyone keeps saying like oh, I'll survive the zombie apocalypse. No, we'd all be fucked. Cause who's looking after the nuclear power plants?
0: exactly like who's looking after everything in general like you know and then even if you say
1: i'm just saying the nuclear power plants because if that shit melts down we fucked
0: yeah that happens too but i'm just saying even like on the basis level right because we have hydro but at the same time if you know if you survive to the point where maybe you're one of the last few people still standing then guess what you're gonna have to face about 20 million zombies in your general local area and i don't think you have enough bullets in the world for that so
1: yeah it doesn't matter zombies are not real i just look
2: at it (laughs) this way with the coronavirus we're sitting in a future history class right now
1: yeah shit we are (laughs) we are it's true i know how my my ancestors would be not my ancestors my descendants would be saying about me what, what was uchi doing during the corona outbreak he was sitting in front of his laptop recording a, a movie podcast, about- yeah. A podcast a movie. <laughs> yeah
2: our grandchildren are be like oh i came across this recording of our grandparents you know podcasting we during, should listen to it in history class
0: during a global pandemic yeah um, <laughs> during a global pandemic i didn't like this movie because it was realistic <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, right, that's, wrapping, that's just the let's thing. Yeah. A um, but I, I, before we wrap up, I would like to say, though, to our listeners and whatever, um, what you consume matters, right? The types of movie you watch, they matter because they shape your viewpoint or your um, – whether whether you believe it or not, I don't know. But your subconscious or whatever, they tend to affect your viewpoint on certain things in the world, right? If you watch – if you keep watching movies where – Um, young people are portrayed as always on Instagram and always, you know, putting up their strap pictures or whatever, then that's what your opinion of that is going to be. Yes. Sam, Yes.
1: the Instagram thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yesterday I got a message on my Instagram saying I've seen all the new posts from the last two
0: days. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I did see that. No, no, yeah. no. I mean the actual people who, like, the actual Instagram, because, like, look at Instagram models, for instance, right? You get a lot for of people Instagram- being, like, you know, they're, they, they're a plague to society. They, They, I don't know, they don't put as much work in for the amount of money they get or all those kind of things, right? But then you don't know the individual Instagram model. You don't know what they might be going through. You don't know whether... I- This was like a way for them to get out of a shitty situation or something like that. And they just found out, hey, if I keep doing this, I'm going to make more money because everyone needs money. Everyone needs to live comfortably. I'm like if that's their way of doing it and they're getting paid for it. I don't think we're in any in any position to be like, well, I don't support this because all she's doing is this and. It, it She shouldn't be getting paid this much, you know, if you're going to say that, then, you know, talk to your athletes or talk to your, you know, movie actors or your directors or whatever. And then, you know, compare that to like what the pay of an actor is to the pay of like a, a doctor, for instance, it, there's, the pay gap is huge. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me.
2: I just say something about that from like mm-hmm. a girl's perspective. Yeah um with the influencers and stuff and i'm not saying anything bad against instagram influencers because like you said we all need money and we're all coming up with new creative ways to make money and i mean hell maybe one day we're gonna make a couple bucks off the podcast who the hell knows like right Mm -hmm. um but like instagram influencers and this is like a huge body positive and just like self-love and self-care thing for like girls my like girls of all age, like doesn't matter if you're 50 or if you're like 10, 12, Mm -hmm. a lot of those Instagram models, they don't look the same. And I used to follow a lot of them on Instagram. And then I was realizing just kind of, as I was, I was looking at myself in my mirror, in my mirror every day, hating the way I looked.
0: Right. But, and
2: you know what, I unfollowed a lot of them and it made me feel so much better about myself. And like, obviously doing other things, To make myself feel better about my insecurities and all that. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can see where some people are like, oh, they are a plague on the society in the sense that they are giving us more unrealistic beauty standards and like lifestyle standards and all that. But at the same time, they're not a plague on the society because they're just another human being trying to make.
0: Right. And that feeds back into my initial statement when I said our consumption of media changes our viewpoints on what the world is actually really like, right? And I also said, again, the plague of the individual model compared to the collective, right? So you're having a situation where, every you know, people consuming, you know, Instagram model pictures or whatever is making them think that the perfect woman should look like that, whereas that's not really realistic. Um, same thing with movies, right? Now you're having people being like, oh, well, someone who watches Five Feet Apart would be like, well, I shouldn't really love a guy unless I really need one lung and he's willing to like you know, break that barrier. He's real he's you know, if a guy right now <laughs> I'm gonna say someone listening to this podcast is gonna <laughs> is gonna hate me right now, but if a guy, okay, drives outside, makes the trip all the way to you, even through the coronavirus, then yes, he really loves you. <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting from watching know this movie. To.
2: What? I know who
0: you're referring to. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the guy drives all the way through this coronavirus, okay, he risks being coughed on or being or shaking hands with people wow. or being sneezed on for you because he loves you, then you know what? There's no turning back from that. This guy can give his lung for you. That's what you're getting from this. And that's how we're going to end this podcast. <laughs>
2: Here, and here's my little um friendships relationships and all that everyone's like oh it has to be 50 50 the reality is it's never 50 50 it's not gonna be 50 50 yeah sometimes it has to be 90 10 sometimes that to be like it depends depends I mean, like, on you the individual
3: learn, mm-hmm. yeah
2: it, it, like yes there are the days it's 50 50 but Everyone has their off days. Everyone's going to fuck up. And especially like now with society being so screwed up with this pandemic, I think we have to just you know, not forgive and forget because there are some acts that are unforgivable. But if it's something like you're holding on to something super petty and stupid
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you really care about that person, yeah, take the effort. Mm-hmm. Like It doesn't even have to be a big effort. Like, like I said, it can just be that little 10%.
0: Rate. Right. yeah. yeah but also, I mean, you should be aware when you're being taken advantage of, too. Just remember yeah. that as well, but yeah. Yeah, so it's just finding that. Anyways, <laughs> over here at Northern Critic, we rate and review our films, um, not using a, a numbers system, but using a coordinate system. North for good writing, South for bad writing. In a similar style, East for good cinematography or casting or style, the way the movie was shot, the acting, Um, And then uh, West, if all of that was bad, if it was bad cinematography, bad lighting, bad sound, bad whatever. Um, And so if a movie has good writing, good cinematography, it gets a Northeast. If a movie has bad writing and bad cinematography, it gets a Southwest and everything else falls in the middle. Um, So let's start with Pam.
2: Start
0: with me for Aladdin. Did you ask what you picked for Aladdin?
2: No, oh, I said you started with me for Aladdin too. You threw me under the
0: bus for that one. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to go first. Like, <laughs> so- all right, Uchi, go first.
2: All
1: right. So my, where do I place this movie? I place this movie smack dab in the middle. Yeah, it's not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just average, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can watch, you can have, you can enjoy it, or you can watch it and you n- not enjoy it, right? Right. I somehow enjoyed it, like, like I said, like at the end of the movie, for some reason, that being tear I'm like, why do I care about these characters now when right. most of the movie was just like, eh, you know?
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: The white shot, honestly, I, I even it's not even that greatly shot. It's kind of just like <laughs> basic camera shots. It's nothing really interesting. Mm-hmm. The acting was. Fine. The the the
0: writing, the dialogue.
1: The dialogue was fine. It's not memorable, but it's not atrocious. There's there's no line in this movie where I was like, Who speaks like that, right? Really?
0: The did the beginning scene? Did didn't no, exposition, no, that's did you exposition. Hear Liam and Kelsey broke out and the other one's like, Oh, they, when did they break up? And I'm like, oh. uh, that was Yeah, and I'm like, like Oh, this is one university. of those movies. Yeah. Yeah, but, but
3: people
0: speak like that though. So. Well, yeah, but okay. You so. speak like that though.
2: But, sure. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say you guys haven't spent much. Okay, Sam spent a lot of time with me outside the studio. Uchi, you haven't.
3: Yeah.
2: Time. I'm literally just like, oh my god, as if. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> See. That's
0: dude, probably dude. why I rolled my eyes because I was just like, oh, it's one of these again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> sure, just... Oh my
2: goodness.
0: <laughs> like I was
1: like, Sam, I I even have my basic white girl accent. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like someone does speak like that out there, so don't be surprised. But like, I'm not saying like the dialogue was atrocious. It's not like I'll, there's something from this movie that would be memorable. Like, wow, that's a really bad line. There's no "I hate sand" line in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no like, "I hate sand." Yeah. So this movie is just really smack dab in the middle. It's mm-hmm. not bad. It's not great. It's mm-hmm. it's a movie.
0: I mean, there was the scene where she's like, "I have borderline." really bad O C D and then all of her like meds are arranged in order. But like we yeah. never we never like that that we never came back to that. Like that that was it. There's
2: a lot of dead ends.
0: Yeah. Oh, dead end. So she, a lot she, of She said that and fine. then like but that like, wasn't important to anything else for the entire no, it's for the rest of the movie
1: It was just important for her to arrange her pills. But then like as Son pointed out O C D comes on a scale, right? Like I know who who, like, if you met the person, talk to them, you'd not realize they had OCD. And, two, like, I was helping them move. And they're like, hey, don't let the uh, furniture touch the ground. I'm like, why? It's like, oh, the person's got OCD. If it touches the ground, she's going to freak the fuck out.
0: Oh, yeah, no. Well, <laughs> but I just mean in the context of the film, that never. In the context
1: of the film, how OCD could just be her arranging her pills in that certain way. And that's it. It's just like, for me, I arrange all my hangers certain way. That's it. Everything else can be a complete mess, but all well, my god I get that, that. but like then like for so that's a, it. Okay. That's that's it. For,
0: for you to expose that you have to that has to relate to some part of her personality for you to even bring it up in the movie to begin with. Cuz if it's not going to be important to the plot, then But
1: like, that's that's way I'm going to the point this movie is not bad, but it's not great. It's just yeah, something cuz like I remember you movie, remember what you Michael said
0: care. in was it Rise of Skywalker where he said, "Listen, if it's not important to the plot. Just get rid of it. Don't put it in, right? Only put the necess- the necessities. Don't add anything extra that would be useless. You know.
1: But for me, I saw her arranging her pills in a certain way. That's the OCD line for me. Then that's all that mattered. That she said she has OCD. She arranges her pills a certain way. That's it. That's it being used.
0: No, I know. No, but it never plays I, into I her like, yeah, ca- yeah. her character though. It never plays into her character but, again okay. after that. We never see what her you, no, wait, have then, OCD about. Wait, wait, Sam. Okay. Wait. What
1: okay. Do you want is for her to be the stereotypical OCD. Then. No, not
0: stereotypical. No, that's not what, what I'm. That's not that. what I'm saying. I'm but saying. No, but
1: that's what you're kind of expecting, though.
0: No, that's not what I'm expecting. I don't think. I don't I think there's a stereo. Okay, let me like... let me finish. I don't think there's a stereotypical OCD. There's nothing like that. that doesn't exist. I think if in a film, as a writer, you're putting in that this character has OCD. Fine, this character has OCD. Let me see this OCD that you've already brought up as a character trait to this character play out in this movie. So maybe if she has that, but then at some point she it comes back again as maybe she goes into his room and his drugs are all messy and she arranges yeah, them. Yeah, she again. did that. Did she do that? She
3: did it. Yeah.
0: Okay. She, she did, did that. that? In the movie.
2: Stella, you organized a drug cart or a medicine, medical cart for you. That's like foreplay.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. Okay. I guess that. I guess it played. Ugh. That's it. But that was yeah, also I'm, done. That, was, sorry, also, that sorry, was also. That was also done, I'm done in dialogue. That wasn't. They didn't have no, a even, shot no, she where
1: even, they did. Yeah, what she, she showed her arranging his drugs as well.
3: <sighs> okay. I,
1: Dude, uh, at the end, yeah. I find this movie just a movie. It's okay. Uh, There's nothing special about this movie.
0: Okay. Sure. <laughs> Okay, Pam.
2: Uh, <laughs> so with this movie right in the center as well. Yeah. Zero, zero longitude, latitude. Mm-hmm. Um, seen the movie twice. Yeah. Will I watch it again? There's other better romance movies out there. Hmm. Um, was meh. The writing was meh. Really good movie in the sense it did bring some knowledge to CF um, and like some of the realities for the patients and stuff like that, and like what they go through and some of the rules that they have to follow, which I did think was really good because, like, Uchi said, like, he didn't know anything about CF. Right. Before um, watching this movie, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel like people could go to the theater and at least learn a little bit about it, like, maybe not learn, but that this is a very real condition um that people um are suffering with and like this is what they have to live with every day right um the most memorable line um there is the line that where she says um we don't understand the importance of human touch until we can't have it Mm -hmm. To me, that just brings about like more the mortality in a sense of like people aren't forever. Like they're so fluid in our lives, and someone you really care about tomorrow. Right. And I've said all that before in the podcast. I'm not gonna say it again. Um, I said it. If my couch and there's other better movies. To watch but if I just was like "Oh, I want to watch Something I've watched before maybe I'll put This movie on but I can't see myself watching It again in the next year or even buying the Blu-ray
0: <laughs> Yeah um, Yeah I guess I, I kind of agree with that Too Um I'll give it a I still would give it a south Maybe slightly west Because the shots could have been better Some shots were kind of weird the one in the beginning With her closing the door and it's just offset a little bit. I was like, kind of like, okay, ugh, maybe. Um, but you know, I get that. Also, the part where he slips on the balcony, where Cole Sprouse uh, slips, that's a that's a quick cut as well. So I did notice that where like there was really he, so he didn't really like slip. Or oh, he, pre- I guess the whole point was he's supposed to pretend to slip. But uh, it was a quick cut, so um, it more or less just looked like he just like put his foot like towards the end and then like bent his knee a little bit i was like oh i'm gonna fall um (laughs) but again to play into the context of the story maybe it was pretty good um yeah i guess that's where i'll go like it had potential i wanted this movie to be good because i wanted to feel all the feels that everyone else was feeling that they felt watching this but i just couldn't feel it and i was waiting to feel it so i feel like for it to have maybe I don't know what how much did A Fault in Our Stars make?
1: I don't know. Give me a second.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure, but I would. Is it? I think is it safe to assume A Fault in Our Stars made more money than this movie?
2: I feel like it did. I feel like A Fault in Our Stars made over a hundred.
0: Yeah, exactly. So a Fault in Our Stars
1: like, made three hundred and seven million.
0: Yeah, three. Yeah, that's what I was guessing as well. Like three hundred and something million against this movie is like ninety something million. So if this movie wanted to go from a seven million budget to like a three hundred plus million revenue or profit right which would have been phenomenal if it did that right then these are some of the simple things that they could have fixed to actually get it to that point right and they don't need and they don't need a big budget to get it to that point right i I think the 49
1: stars had the it was based off a book so that's already a big plus they had great Mm -hmm. marketing and then they also had Sherlene woodley and angel got like when their careers are really taking off right so like that what everyone's talking about why well, in this movie you have
0: cole sprouse and what's her name uh yeah i'm forgetting her name right now i, don't, I only remembered cole sprouse that's and exactly the, point. the actor Haley who plays poe yeah mm-hmm. i'm
1: sorry those guys are not that
3: that's why they got that big of
0: actors yeah yeah but think about it this way: if it was, if you replace both those actors with someone like, um, I'm trying to think, Zendaya and Zac Efron, for instance.
1: God, Zac Efron's too old.
0: But I, uh, I guess so. Time, I'm just I'm, okay. Let's this? yeah, let's put. Let, uh, I mean, let's put young Zac Efron and young Zendaya or something. Like, would you oh, think dude, it would have been?
1: Are we doing Zach I when he just comes from high school musical?
0: Yeah, just, I just thought of him from can high school musical, so I was Wait, like, hey, maybe. Can you imagine if Five Feet of high was a musical? It might have been good if it was a musical. Who knows? It would have been terrible. No, they might have... If, if you write a good... See, musicals can be good if they're written right. If they made it into a musical, and, like, you know, there's, like, a whole, you know, um, exposition song about, you know, life in... Isolation yeah, then... from CF or things like that, people might be able to relate with that, you know, or something.
2: There's a good actor they could have had, Liam Hemsworth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So,
1: that was, but then, like, that Pajisani goes way higher. Yeah.
0: I
2: think um, I just want to yeah. say something on your point, Sam, where you said, like, it didn't make you feel the feels.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But, like, the first time I watched it, I definitely cried. Second time I teared up, maybe had like cried a little bit Um for me. And like, I am a crier. I get, like I said, I cry at some commercials.
0: Right. Um, Based off this movie, know. I would recommend to you, Pam, to, it's on Netflix right now, watch Manhattan Romance and tell me if you cry to that. Because that one hit me in the feels and that was good. In my opinion.
2: I'm going to be like a box of Kleenex.
0: Um, I don't i you might you might not I don't know like again that's the thing different audiences right but I, I feel like that one was pretty good um I loved the you know the kind of romantic element in that too with the main character um and how he's covering you know it, I, I guess his like his um ob- obsession with like film and wanting to have everything on videotape or whatever, like, doing his his uh, documentary on relationships was kind of, like, his version of, like, maybe OCD from, like, the main character in this movie, right? But then that was yeah. done so well because at some point, you know, I think the the uh, his main romantic interest, who, you know, starts off as being, like, bisexual at the time, is kind of like, maybe you need to live life, you know, instead of behind the camera in front of it, you know, or things like that. And then all of a sudden you're having him, question all these relationships he's in you know the current one he's in if he's really happy or if he's just like you know adjusting to like uh the new wave of like relationship dynamics in 2019 or 2020 or things like that so it it, i don't know i found that more because again no character was dying no character was in a state there was no life-threatening situations whatsoever but you still felt tension in terms of like you know he's he loses his mind on like why he's doing this he's he's getting frustrated as to why he can't find love no matter how hard he tries why are all these people he's interviewing so happy in their relationships and then you know a month or two later on he finds out they're divorced or they're having problems or whatever and then you feel this sense of like man maybe all relationships are just, relationships are just doomed or something you know for our generation at least right and i'm not going to lie this movie made me kind of low key cynical because at that point after watching it i was like it's true Maybe like relationships in our generation are just doomed to fail. I don't know. But again, um, yeah, my other half might be listening to this. So I promise things are not doomed to fail. Um, but I
3: just said this.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I asked for this to wrap up segments so of go for food. Let's
0: start plugging in shit. Yeah, well, you just cut Pam off. The, the, oh, the sorry, Pam. Um, I'll,
2: I'll go and watch that definitely because, like, you know me. I am like. Huge hopeless romantic But I am so cynical About absolutely everything right. Like I was sitting a coffee shop a couple months ago And this like 19 year old was going on About how happy she was engaged and all this And I'm like sitting there And in my, my internal monologue is like Yeah and he'll be divorced in two years
0: Yeah so it's just <laughs> ugh, oh. I know Yeah. But, so yeah. movies that can really capture the, the Feeling of the everyday person I, That's what I would love to connect with You know if that makes sense But yeah um, You can follow us on Instagram at Northern Critic UMFM. On
1: Twitter at Northern underscore critic.
0: And um, Pam, do you want to plug yourself?
2: We're going to plug our website first.
0: Oh, well, I mean, we could do that too. <laughs> um, We are also, uh, we also do have a website that you can subscribe to for our uh, daily blog, well, weekly blog updates rather, um, called NorthernCritic.org. Com. It's just northerncritic.com. Um, if you subscribe, you might be, well, we're going to do a draw later on once this whole corona thing dies down. And um, our one of our lucky subscribers will be a guest on the show uh, remotely, kind of like what we're doing right now. Um, so you will be on the coming episodes and stuff like that, too. Um, I believe, I'm, I'm not even sure if we have any, uh, well, I should say rate and review us on um, Apple Podcast as well. Um, I'm going to check. Pam, you can plug yourself while I check if anyone actually dropped anything. Um, I'm
2: also going to say to our listeners um, we're recording a couple weeks ahead just in case one of us gets really sick or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, throw us some movies <laughs> suggestion.
0: That's true. Um, on
2: Instagram or Twitter. Like I said, Last in Aladdin, we'll throw a poll up um, online. Um, for the top three we like, and the top voted one on there will be Um But yeah, you can find me at Winter Beauty on Instagram, and that's W I N T E R B E A U T I. There's an I right. instead of a Y at the end of that. Um, so yeah, just basically food photos, travel photos, um, a lot of like body positive. Right. In the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just general, if you want to screenshot into the boring life that I lead currently being in quarantine,
3: but
2: yeah, <laughs> give me a follow, um, if I'll probably give you a follow back.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, you can follow me at Sam Shinobi on Instagram. Um, that's S H E N U B I as well. Um, you can look me up there. I have my books on there. Uh, I have a new uh, short film coming out this summer. Hopefully, if everything dies down again, again, it's up, it's all up to us to conquer this coronavirus thing because it's really messing with everything. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, thank you for listening, um, and then we'll see you next time when we record again for a next movie.
1: Yeah, whichever movie that is. I think we should ask Michael what he wants to watch next.
0: We should probably ask him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's just been pointing along for the last couple of weeks, whatever we want to
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before, pretty much. Sorry. Or what?
2: Like we said before, like we've said before, wash your hands, uh, self-isolate. Don't Brush be a your dick. Teeth.
0: Yes. Don't touch your balls.
1: Oh, <laughs> nice I'm going to go make some dinner. Oh my Time goodness. Time to put some chicken Jeez. in the oven.
0: All right. Well, hey, thank you, you for listening from home. Thank you for listening. Let's leave Uchi to complain about his first role problems, about or not eating hungry. when he's in his house. Um, and we'll, we'll see you next time.
2: Bye. Bye. Peace.